You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Hi, babes. Hi, babes. Let's start things off because we haven't recorded an episode of Your Welcome America since the sad death of Sarah Harding from Girls Aloud. And we just wanted to mark that and say a couple of things. Obviously, incredibly sad. And as many listeners will know, we are we are obsessed with Girls Aloud mm. and we adore them so much. I just wanted to say that the day that I found out she had died, I was driving through the desert with one of our wonderful friends and I made us listen to lots of Girls Aloud songs right. in her honour. And it was very dramatic and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I haven't really been able to talk about it because it upsets me and it's upset me more than any other famous person passing away, to be honest. So, yeah. It's just, I'm glad we could have a moment. Also, I think I told you that I read somewhere that Girls Aloud got back together this year and hung out and they rewatched all of Girls Aloud off the record, yeah. <laughs> which makes me so happy because when yeah. we recapped that amazing season, uh, that amazing TV show, I, kept, I think I said a couple of times, how great is it to have this as a memory? Right. Because they're not going to remember any of these little weird minutiae things. Yeah. So how I just, I love the fact that they got together and watched that. And I love the fact that they got together and did that while she was still around. Yeah. So as ever, you know how the podcast works. In every episode, we take a British topic. We discuss, dissect, work out the US equivalent. Then we do exactly the same with an American topic. But you know what? Let's just check in with one another first. I don't know if you can. I don't know. I don't know Jesus. if you can hear it in our voices. Hmm. My voice is a real lovely <laughs> tone to it today. Why is that, babes? <laughs> so Ben and I went out last night. Sure did. We we to quote a song that we heard I think twice last night. We went out out. Oh my god! Yes, we had that Charlie XCX song twice. <laughs> I think once here in my apartment, and then once in an actual club. Yeah, that was the first song they played when we got to the club. I remember. So last night we went to a night that was called Otter Pop, which I think is a play on Otter Pop, right? Who knows? <laughs> but we had our vaccine cards in hand. Yeah, we had to show them to get in. Felt safe. Yeah, and it was just—it's hard to explain what it was like to dance in a club that played the kind of songs that it played. It was. Truly insane. The music I described earlier as commercial underground. <laughs> yes. So, yes. for example, they wouldn't play, you said they wouldn't play Pussycat Dolls, Don't Shut, but they would play Buttons. <laughs> Which they did. They did. <laughs> and they also played When I Grow Up by the Pussycat oh, Dolls at another time. And I haven't, I don't think I've ever danced in a club to When I Grow Up. Or if I have, it was a thousand years ago. So it was really, that was really fun. Yeah, they did. They had Britney stronger. <gasps> what? What have you just remembered? Candy by Mandy Moore. I've just oh, remembered right. that playing. Yeah, a really strange song to actually dance to in a club. You really have to just turn it into a very slow kind of bop. Well, by this point, I'd made friends with the DJ, and he said, "Do you think I should play Mandy Moore Candy?" And I was like, "I'm not sure." <laughs> um, he also played "Irresistible" by Jessica Simpson. Yes. Yep. <laughs> a song I don't think again I've ever danced to in a club. 
It was wild. But wait, what was the Christina stuff they played? There was a couple of Christina songs. There, it was um, Come On Over, you know, All I Want Is You, the, the video version, because I remember we did the, don't you want to be the one tonight? Go, go, go. That was that version. And then there was also, they played What A Girl Wants. Oh, that's right. Because I just, that's also, I think, I think I'm blaming Tina for some of the issues with my voice today because I definitely did the like, I did the, you know. It's what it means. <laughs> yeah. I was doing full ad libs and, you know, I got very excited. I think we, I think we did some choreo that was reminiscent of the, you know, Elizabethan breakdown in that song. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I've just remembered they played... They, oh, they did Give Me More. Yes. Dance to that. They played Lindsay Lohan Rumors. Yes. <laughs> they they definitely played quite a bit of Dua Lipa because we'd started the night talking heavily oh, about Dua Lipa. Yes. And then she would not leave us alone. Yeah, you and I have spent quite a lot of time together this weekend. The, the third guest in our friendship has been Dua Lipa. <laughs> yeah. We've heard a lot from her this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Including I, what, we've now, what we've now coined as the Dua Lipa signature pose, which we were doing every time we heard her songs, which yeah. is just a... Hand above the head, one leg kicked up. And I was I was pitching yesterday that her fans should be called the Peeps. <laughs> the Dula Peeps. <laughs> Still very proud of that. Um, the only other thing I'll say is there was one standout character from last night in mm-hmm. the club. A guy that I coined as the furious Pinocchio guy. There's <laughs> <laughs> a guy literally dressed like Pinocchio inexplicably with like little short shorts and braces, translation suspenders. Um, at one point, which he took his T-shirt off underneath, which I liked. And oh, yeah. he was just w- walking around, just furious at everyone. Stomping around. <laughs> they, just yeah. just pushing everyone out the way. I saw him pushing people on the dance floor. It was very... It felt very angry twink at the two brewers in Clapham in London. Yeah. It, and I, I'm not used to that energy in LA. But in general, we were saying everyone was so friendly. Yeah. We danced with so many people oh there was that woman we loved oh who, she was God. like a she was like a a european like a, a european villain that flown <laughs> in for the night in a very glamorous early 2000s dress yeah she <laughs> she basically just is uh, you know majority kind of gay men evening yeah this this european <laughs> glamorous villainess descended in yeah in a kind of 2000s like satin like club dress very short and really high heels with her straight boyfriend and proceeded to like he kind of just stood at the sidelines and she just like got, she just joined different groups of men and got worshipped. Yeah. She got on the go-go dancers box at one point. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I think a go-go dancer like stood down and was like, I'll just let her do you some would, moves. You would though, wouldn't you? We all, you had to. <laughs> it, it felt like a night of magical characters where we met so many people. There was, a, as I said to you, there was a point where I was standing at the bar and I was talking to this guy who kind of looked like Howard Stern. That was his vibe. Yeah, he also looked like he was a member of LMFAO. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and he said, um, oh, I own a drinks company. Um, they're serving my drinks tonight. Can I buy you one? I was like, okay. <laughs> so this guy who just had his own beverage company was just buying everyone drinks. <laughs> and at the end of the night, I saw him like pay for his tab of hundreds of dollars. <laughs> it was like, what is going on? Yeah. Magic. Um, what happens when Howard Stern joins LMFAO, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts a drinks company. So what a night. What I mean, a night. What a night. And, and what a weekend, which we're going to talk about heavily, <laughs> heavily yeah. in the rest of this episode. This is a real special. We're going to dive deep into one topic. But before we do, shall we do some feedback? Yes. Okay, as ever, if you'd like to get in touch, do give us a shout on our Instagram. You're welcome, America. They can email us. 
Yes, it's your Welcome America podcast at gmail.com and it's you are the letters you are instead of Y-O-U-R. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Camille's got in touch and she said that the mini lights, as in like the backlights on the mini cars, because we're talking about them as the UK equivalent of Jeep Wranglers, the mini lights in the back are all Union Jacks now. Oh, and God. you need to pay £1,500 to not have Union Jack lights. Wow. <laughs> no, I just that's... wrote, that is vile. Yeah, that's not acceptable. I uh, had a message from Crystal in London. She just sent me a picture of her in front of Scribbler. <laughs> <laughs> that's gorgeous feedback. Really appreciated that. Niall in London got in touch and he said, I always thought Jeep Wrangler and Wrangler jeans were connected. Could we see, <laughs> Could we see a Jeep Wrangler denim edition in the future? Gorgeous. I mean, that's real Americana. <laughs> Although I do worry about the, if your interior was all denim, it feels like that's going to get some real wear and tear. Could be like a dark denim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I want like really bleached, like early, early 2000s diesel jeans, bleached <laughs> denim seats. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, be beautiful. Those diesel jeans. Oh my God. I had such a knockoff <laughs> pair of diesel jeans that were like, obviously not diesel, but I had the ones with that wash that were literally like dark blue denim with like almost white denim down the kind of front. What a strange time. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, they were, they were so expensive. Yeah, they really were. I wanted them so bad. I remember going in, going into the Boxing Day sales thinking I've got all my like, my crisp 20 pound notes that Egyptian <laughs> grandma had given me. <laughs> But none of like none of those jeans were reduced. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I also want to give a shout out to one of our new listeners, Bernardo Lima. Uh, thanks for joining us, Bernardo. That's all I wanted to say. Um, he has been listening to our Pussycat Dolls spin-off show. We've got three more episodes or two more episodes. We've got a couple I'm more sure. episodes. <laughs> Do well, give those Bernardo would have Bernardo would have loved it last night hearing two unsolicited Pussycat Dolls oh. songs in the year 2021. He was he was there in spirit. <laughs> I just remembered one of the reasons my arm hurts today is during when I grew up, I was doing <laughs> that real spin. like arm whip yeah. dance. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of how little drag queens start their eight count, isn't it? Where they like win, windmill one arm around. Yeah. It's definitely Can, doing that. Like, like a helicopter starting up. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us, babes? So my friend Caroline got in touch. You know her as uh, Black Lace because she wore the Black Lace dress. Or One Piece. <laughs> or One Piece because she wore a One Piece. Great nicknames we came up with for her. So Black Lace One Piece got in touch. And she just she just said that I missed a, a particularly key Stacey Solomon moment, which I definitely did, which is during X Factor, I, th- I can't remember what week it is, she sings Son of a Preacher Man and does like a sexy performance. Oh. And Simon Cowell didn't like it. And during the critiques... He's kind of saying like, oh, I wasn't really feeling it, whatever. And she comes back and says, I felt good. <laughs> and I felt good has become, it's just something we've said forever and ever. Mugs, <laughs> me, Caroline and my friend Fran. So she just really wanted me to just got point it. out Stacey's saying, I felt good. Beautiful. <laughs> and then I got some direct feedback from my friend Leah. Now, Leah was the one who you accused of wearing flip-flops in a club? Yes. I, okay. <laughs> I talked heavily about her flip-flop wearing to the club. And she says... She, I mean, first of all, she sent me a voice note while she was driving because she was so incensed. And then she says, this is the rest of it, the follow-up. Now I'm home, I can write my rebuttal. It was not a rubber flimsy flip-flop. It was a black leather flip-flop from John Lewis. Oh. Which originally had white stitching, but after getting stood on and sliced by broken glass and bleeding all over it, went a nice rust color. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that rust, that rust stitching detail you've got. It's just blood. 
And she says, also, I Googled the other day, it's not illegal to drive in flip-flops or bare feet, but if you are involved in an accident, it's deemed as dangerous driving. So basically, it's only illegal if you kill someone doing it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> we'll try not to. So that's what we're, that's what Leah's here to just... Great rebuttal, though. Also, I have some feedback on myself in that I was driving the other day and I'd claimed that wearing my Tevas, which are strapped onto my Tootsies, is fine driving. Normally fine. The other day... <laughs> It slightly got caught under the pedal and I just had a flash panic and I thought about all these conversations, but I didn't die and I didn't I was, kill anyone. Was I really in your head for a second there? I just think of all of this, the, the, rust, the rusty stitches, everything was flash, were flashing before me. Leah's bloody feet flashing before your very eyes. Right, should we get on with it? Let's do it. And we're back. And for this episode, we've got a one topic because it felt like we really need to get in there forensically and discuss it. So we are going to be talking in this episode about Six Flags, the theme park. The theme park. So very specifically, the Six Flags in Valencia. Oh, yes. Not Valencia, Spain. No. Valencia, California. Yes. (laughs) Much like how there's a Hollywood in Florida. (laughs) Did you know that? I did know that. (laughs) God, I wonder wonder if they've got a sign there. (laughs) Okay, so this is the second time that we have been to... Well, that's incorrect. We've been to Six Flags a few times, as we realized (laughs) on Friday night. However, there's a special occasion that happens once a year. It's called Out on the Mountain, and it's basically gay night at Six Flags. Yes. So the park closes at six, and we all pour in. And that's how it works. And so they still haven't adopted the name that I think it should have been called. Yes, just remove that L, and I think we all know what we're talking about. And then we said we would have to go in a group of six. <laughs> so we went on Friday night. We've been before. So let's just quickly talk about our last trip to Six Flags for Out on the Mountain. So this was two two years ago, because yes. we couldn't go last year, famously because of COVID. Famously. <laughs> yes. So Six Flags is a theme park. Uh, there are a few of them in the States, but the one near LA is where we went. It's out kind of in the middle of... The, the valley It's in like mountain. a dust bowl. It is a real dust bowl. <laughs> you drive through some real beige, dusty mountains to get <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. It's really strange. And we went a couple of years ago, but we didn't do it quite right that time because no. it was, and we covered it for, we covered this for the um, a podcast, but we went to Olive Garden first <laughs> and we're very cash. Yeah, we, I think we filled ourselves up on weird pasta dishes and, and arrived way too late at Six Flags. Way too we late. We made a lot of mistakes. We arrived and it was all in swing and it was all very confusing and very dark. <laughs> very dark and also very hot. It'd been like one of the hottest days. Yes. So you were kind of in this weird dust bowl and it was dark <laughs> and we were full of pasta and very, very hot. Yeah. We did do some big rides though last year. Or yes. Two years ago. Um, most notably Goliath. <laughs> You got a got a description of Goliath over there. Let me let me have a let me have a quick Google. Why don't you why don't you tell everyone so, about our Goliath experience? Yeah, so Goliath Goliath is one of my favorite rides at Six Flags, not because of the experience, but because of the theming. Because I love one of my big loves in life is theme park theming of an area, and the Goliath area is great. It has these huge fake stone letters that spell out the word Goliath that are like giant that you kind of have to walk through to get into the ride, and it's basically just like a roller coaster with an insane drop. And when me and Ben went on it, 
afterwards we both described that that big drop at the beginning that was it wasn't it wasn't the thrill of a roller coaster ride it was the fear of actual plummeting like from the heavens to your death yeah really horrible didn't enjoy it at all <laughs> ben was notably visibly upset after we were on that one yeah so it says here that its subtropical theme is characterized by ancient ruins of the mayan civilization uh, yeah and it was built in the year 2000 and it oh yeah it says the drop here for a brief period goliath was widely recognized for having the longest drop at 255 feet that's 78 meters and the fastest speed of 85 miles per hour yep. among all closed circuit roller coasters in the world. Don't know what that means. <laughs> but then Millennium Force at Cedar Point eclipsed those records. Whatever. Wow. Well, I don't know about you, but Millennium Force sounds like a ride that we probably do need to go to. <laughs> we always come back to that Millennium. <laughs> Millennium Force. So we did that last, last time. We did some other big rides. We went on the Batman ride, which we couldn't find this time. For no. love nor money. There was signage. <laughs> the signage, but no ride to be found. Couldn't Very f- confusing. Couldn't find it. Yeah, we did all kinds of different things. We, we went on the River Rapids last time. Yes, we did. Do you remember? One of the worst decisions we made was just before we went home at like 1am, we decided it would be a really good idea to go on the River Rapids where there was just one lone person waiting and we rode in like a... Yeah, because they that was it. They weren't they were waiting to go on, but they wouldn't let her go on by herself. <laughs> no. And she was by herself. So we joined her and went on the River Rapids at one in the morning. <laughs> and it had been very, very hot. But we probably should have done this near the beginning of the evening. Anyway, she was there because she was she'd recently split up with her girlfriend and she just wanted to come and meet people. Yeah. And then who did she meet? She met us. <laughs> no, not another girl. She met us. Yeah. <laughs> and we we all got we all got basically soaked the yeah. last ride of the evening and then had to like shiver in an Uber home. <laughs> so that was last time. So suffice to say, we wanted to do it right. Yeah, we really had we had some high ambitions this time where we were like, we are gonna arrive. As the park is closing, so it's this really strange experience where you arrive at Six Flags and all of the like real regos, the families, the straights, they're all leaving. And then just this kind of huge army of gays and and LGBTQ plus people are arriving into the park. So it's a real like two streams running against each other (laughs) of like very odd combo of people. Although one thing that tied everyone together, a lot of statement tees. Yeah. Whether it was the the families leaving or us arriving, statement tees, all with very different statements, (laughs) but very similar fonts. Yes. So we decided to, we really wanted to come as the park closed so we could try and take advantage of, you know, (laughs) take advantage of the fact that there's not long lines for the rides when you kind of, when it first turns into the the gay night. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we got we got there, arrived at about 6.30. We did well. I'd had in the car two coffees, mm. two separate coffees. You'd had a little coffee as well, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like, not my usual style to have no. a coffee that late. And, you know, quite an anxiety-inducing <laughs> thing to do. But we thought we're going to go We're gonna go on rides. It's going to be really fun. So we, so we decided <laughs> as soon as we got there, we're going to go on one of the rides that we couldn't go on last time. Mm. Okay? So we went straight to a problematically themed area, and there is a ride called Tatsu. In fact, why don't I just see if I could find a description of Tatsu please? in Six Flags Magic Mountain, Valencia. Okay, so Tatsu reaches up to 62 miles an hour. Great. The roller coaster is also the world's fastest flying coaster. It is the only flying roller coaster to feature a zero-gravity roll and has the world's highest pretzel loop so when they say flying roller coaster, yes. what does one mean by that, Ben? Right. So what we do is... key to this story. We high on our caffeine. We run up 
Um, we go sit. Zero, zero line. Zero line, although pretty big line built behind us, and we'll tell you why in just a second. <laughs> so we go, and you, you sit, the classic roller coaster seat, you get strapped in, and then it lifts... It lifts sort of vertically. It tilts, so, it tilts forward. Exactly. So you're in a flying position and you're hanging. Yes. So as soon as as soon as that <laughs> well, happens. Also important for that is that you you're it's you're not just it's not just your legs aren't dangling. You put your feet into this kind of like your feet go into something too, right? Remember yeah. that? There's like a little footrest. It's thing. a little a little electric cherry. Yes, it's a little okay, yes. You, that you've described it perfectly. Again, this is very pertinent information. Imagine you got strapped into an electric chair and then that electric chair tilts forward so that you're facing the ground. And as soon as it tilted forwards, you were like, Oh, I don't I don't I don't I don't really <laughs> like this. And your issue what was your issue? I, I felt very unmoored. So I said I didn't like the fact that I couldn't as we were kind of going up the first hill, I didn't like the fact that because we because you're basically laying flat forward, I didn't like that I couldn't my back wasn't touching anything. I was just you're just like fully hanging onto the like restraints. And I said to you, yeah, I felt very unmoored and very like loose, which yeah. I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. And that's as we were going up this like huge hill. And I remember you turned to me and you were like, oh, look at gorgeous like Valencia. We were like laughing and looking out of the view. And I was terrified at that moment because we <laughs> suddenly went up really high. Yeah. And I didn't like the feeling that there was nothing beneath me. I was genuinely like terrified in that moment. Got it. <laughs> so we, we flew. We flew on Tatsu. We did it. I enjoyed it. I didn't. You didn't enjoy it. Do you, do you think you felt the way I felt about Goliath? Absolutely. This was your, Tatsu this was your Goliath. Completely. I felt very unmoored. I felt like, I felt like I was truly, I think it's the, the design of the ride was correct. I felt like I was flying through the air, but I felt like I wasn't in control of anything. And I was really scared. And it's noted, I really, you know, when it finished, I was literally half laughing and half crying. I was laugh crying and I didn't quite know. My emotions were just, it was like I had, genuinely actually like I had been electrocuted in the electric chair Mm -hmm. and there was just all these emotions happening. So then, so then, so (laughs) that happened, Tatsu tagline, a fly at the speed of fear. Oh yes, I found that tagline very confounding. So we roll back into the, the docking station or whatever, a line's starting to form, people have discovered Tatsu, people are arriving and we're still in our flying position. And we wait, and we wait, and we wait. Hmm. What what happened? Yeah, I I have to say we when we first arrived back in, I was like, okay, well, it's gonna the hydraulics are gonna go, and we're gonna return to facing upright and not in what I described it as a stress position is what we were stuck in. And uh, yeah, at time started passing, and I started feeling that trickle of fear up my spine. That I was like, oh, one of my worst nightmares realized is gonna happen. And it's also going to happen in the worst possible way, which is not only am I going to be stuck on a ride, I'm stuck in a very uncomfortable, like, blood rushing to my head, stress position. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So, Tatsu, <laughs> Tatsu broke down and we were just on it, just in that <laughs> flying position. And the people came around and were like, and also, as ever in theme parks, it's just run by teenagers. <laughs> teenagers came around and were like... Hi, so you probably noticed by now that um, the ride's broken. So we're going to get you some bottles of water and... That's, the bottles of water is when my my panic went from a small little ember to like full flames of panic. Because I was like, oh, they give water to people in emergencies. Yeah. I was like, this is an emergency. I was yeah. like, oh, we're going to be... Flashing through my head was like, oh, we're going to have to be cut out by like fire, like a fire crew. 
this is going to be a news story. I was like, oh, this is awful. I'm going to be part of like a truly traumatic event. Yeah. <laughs> and and meanwhile, the the line of people is getting bigger and bigger. So we have all these queers just w- watching us. Yes. And also Six Flags clearly had just typed in gay into Spotify and was just playing like really quite loud music. So at one point we just heard Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana just while I was like truly having like an internal panic attack and just and I turned I turned and looked and there was gays like kind of just being like I was like well all very well for you when you're standing upright and all the blood is rushing to the correct places in your body <laughs> I yeah at first I felt very panicked at just being in that electric chair position but then after all I think maybe when rain on me came on by that point I just like gave in and just like yeah hung yeah i have i have to say there was there was a moment of where the panic i, I did it did actually subside i think it's when i saw someone who looked very grown up arrived i started yes. to calm down someone i would say who was maybe our age arrived yeah and <laughs> um, with like a special jacket on and yeah he had and I, I also saw he had a belt with lots of tools on it and that's when i relaxed because i was like look even if he can't get electronically for it to work i feel i was like he can use that tool to like unscrew something because at that point I just wanted the thing to flop open and for me to fall out onto the ground <laughs> well I did think that was going to happen as well <laughs> so yeah we were st- how long do you think we were stuck in that position for I think maybe 15 minutes yeah I think so. it really wasn't very long but I'll tell you 15 whole minutes is a really long time to pass when you don't know that that's the time limit exactly we didn't know if it was going to be five or if it was going to be like an hour yeah we just didn't know it was really scary so that was <laughs> So then we got, I'd also love that the, then, you know, went to the normal position, we got off Tatsu and yet everyone else like lining up, not phased. Oh, not one per. I don't feel like I saw one person leave. No. If anything, the line just got bigger and just people were like, yeah, bigger. we'll get on it. So <laughs> it was a pretty traumatizing start yes. to uh, Out in the Mountain at Six Flags. <laughs> Although, as I pointed out, imagine if we'd got stuck like up at the top of a loop or something. Yeah, it, it, it that definitely... pretzel loop yeah. <laughs> by that big chunk of salt. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. It, it could have. It could have been a lot worse. Like, and especially with like looking back on it, it's, it's funny. But I will say it is truly. It was one of my nightmares, and it actually did come true. So it's it's quite astounding that it actually happened to us. So at that point, <laughs> we were completely discombobulated. Oh, I had lost faith in Six Flags and and their and their like mechanics. Yeah, I'm normally very good as you know as someone who's very highly strung about lots of things. I'm normally very good at giving in to theme parks and just like trusting that that thing is very rare. And then when it happens, I was like, oh. <laughs> now I wasn't. Now we reached a point where I wasn't trusting anything or anyone in Six Flags. I was I was on alert. I was suspicious. Well, I just kept on thinking about, and we'll definitely reference this later. I kept thinking about, wasn't there there was an accident at Alton Towers on Smiler? And loads of people died. Yeah. And yet the part just continued. Yeah. It, yeah. Thank God it wasn't, nothing actually bad happened. We were very lucky. So that was that. We were very confused by that point. We didn't quite know what to do. We went for a wonder. We should also mention that there was like a live stage with performances. Yeah. At, drag queens performing. Yeah. There was music. You could go get beers and all kinds of things. So what we needed after Tatsu... Tatsu taste left in our mouth and the, the blood rushed to our head. Yeah. We needed a palate cleanser. So we went on Ninja. Now, mm. because we hadn't gone on Ninja previously, had no, we? No, that's one of the ones we, we fucked up and kind of did, all the lines were too long for Ninja last time. Right. So Ninja, oh, just seen, opened in 1988. Makes sense. That makes sense with the, the theming of it was very problematic. Yes. A lot of kind of Asian, Asian inspired artwork and, and theming that, definitely was not painted or designed by a person of Asian descent whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 
um, this is very much one where you just sit and then you're like in a little cart that hangs. But we didn't we didn't have bars going over our no. our, our, our like our fronts. No, this just on your lap. Just to, oh, that's right, just a, a bar in your lap. So as we worked out at this point, <laughs> when there's just a bar in your lap, it's going to be more gentle. Yeah. The problematic Asian theming it meant it was an older coaster. It wasn't going to be too fast, <laughs> and it also meant that you're not going to be going upside down. Yes. So we did Ninja, and it was yeah, it was fine. It was completely fine. You know, we pulled back in. The restraints, you know, actually loosened and we were able to get off the ride. So I was, I felt reset by that point. I was like, okay, yeah, I've got my trust back in Six Flags. And by this point, we'd also done many walking loops of the park. Well, speaking of walking, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's important to note that the lighting in Six Flags is definitely not designed to be open after dark. (laughs) There's lots of very dim lighting. And then because the park is actually pretty sprawling, even though it's not that big, it's quite twisty and turny. And there's points where you're just walking up these hills, basically in pitch black. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just hear like a clamor of gaze yeah. somewhere around and like the, the place. And the rides are not really illuminated. So at, at some points you are just riding roller coasters purely in the dark. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how far did we walk in the end? <clears throat> altogether, well, we'll come on to how long we were at the park for later, but altogether we walked five miles. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Which is insane. It's so dumb. So we did that ride, and then we got a bit peckish. Mm. So we got that pizza, didn't we? We did. Stopped and had a couple of slices of real delicious pizza. Really good theme park pizza, and I had a cherry Coke. Oh, I had, oh. a, I had an orange Fanta. So you did. Oh, I just realized we are going to order pizza tonight. It's a double pizza weekend. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But that was just two slices. That yeah, wasn't the full. And I'm going to order. And I'm going to order fancy pizza tonight to offset it. Oh, perfect. So perfect. it's different, completely different. In fact, I'm going to have the San Pellegrino orange drink, which is like the fancy <laughs> version of a Fanta. <laughs> Side note: You didn't remember this, but growing up, if you ordered a fa- an orange Fanta at McDonald's mm. in Scotland, it wasn't fizzy. Yeah, I don't remember flat Fanta. Oh, flat Fanta was the thing, and it would always fool you. You'd always order it, and you'd take a <laughs> sip, and you'd be like. Oh, I forgot the flat Fanta thing. <laughs> yeah, very specific. Okay, so we did that. We just had a good look around at the crowd. Any anything we want to say about the crowd of people there? Very odd crowd. It's it's um, it's it's definitely a lot of homosexual men and a lot of homosexual men that I don't feel like I see on a daily basis in the east side of LA for yeah. sure. It felt like a lot of WeHo gays and. You were, you referenced Long Beach a few times. Yeah, it felt like people had really c- come quite a distance there. And <laughs> Done that was, commute. Yeah, really specific characters. Very like your, your classic, what you would imagine in your head as a classic like LA gay man. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of them. Yeah. Very muscular in wild arrays of outfits. Uh, yeah, just a very strange crowd, but also nestled amongst all of those very generic kind of hot himbo guys i felt like there was some really fun people as well right totally there was some like it's a more kind of like gothy queers yes a lot of like matching outfits yep there was yeah a lot of families there was a few families that came and like all like rainbow kind of outfits i thought that was really cute as well remember that crowd of guys that all looked like they were they maybe worked at a university but they were all very buff do you remember them oh my god yes i do remember them oh my god one of them literally looked like he kind of looked like clark kent yeah just like it's so they were just because yeah we were standing behind them in a line and they were all so hot and so boring like their conversation was just at like a a zero but oh my god i just like well you don't have to like have anything interesting to say if you're that good looking wait a minute what ride was that we'll get to that 
That was our final ride of the evening. No, was it? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So by this point, we'd replenished. We'd had the highs and lows of our coffees. I also need to point out that I'd been on a very other another story. I'd been on a boat the, the previous two days, so I was still feeling a little a little watered. You know what I mean? Still rocking and rolling around. Yeah. Um. So it's also really important to note that a lot of people go there and like have a few drinks. A lot of people are like smoking weed and you know having a nice time, being kind of high. You and I, stone cold sober. <laughs> yes. Remained that way the whole yeah, night. Yeah, and did not have a drop of anything or nothing. And also, you know, by the by, this time we were having pizza, I'd had such adrenaline spikes of fear that I felt crazy. <laughs> and we, yeah, and we went to have like a beer at one point, but the line was bad. <laughs> we, we tried to get beer in two different places and we gave up twice. <laughs> yeah, it was just like bad, it was bad bar organization. Yeah. We then, we'd already told ourselves, well, look, we've done Tatsu. Previous year, we've done Goliath. We've done some of the big ones. Some of the other ones weren't open. So we'll just do something that looks nice. So <laughs> we took a we took a turn and we found ourselves. I mean, how we walked down another dark, pitch black alleyway that looked like you were almost walking to like a staff area. Yeah, you know, completely dark. I thought we were going to find ourselves by like the bins, but no, it was just a whole another section of the park that we found. I think we was this when we walked past some like some steampunk cogs and things. Yeah, really questionable themed area that just had one steampunk kind of vehicle, and yeah. I think that was the theme of this area. I think. Yeah. Just that one vehicle. So we, and, and this, this is, that's the start of our problems because steampunk, don't trust it. No, you can't. That was a sign. You can't trust steampunk. That was a sign. So we lined up for, well, we made the mistake of lining up for a ride that we actually couldn't quite see what the ride was. Well, it was too dark. It was you too literally dark. couldn't see anything. We knew it was a roller coaster. Yes. And we were looking at it and then you made the observation of the theming was very wooden. Yes. And it talked about it was like a hybrid coaster, yes. do you remember? Yes. So it was a wooden and steel. So I think you said, oh, that must mean it's a bit older. Can't be that fast. Yeah, I'd assumed that a hybrid wooden and metal coaster was an old... This is all completely plucked out of my mind and not based on fact. Is that I assumed it was an old wooden coaster that they'd updated with metal. Well, <laughs> it looks like originally it was called Colossus, built in 1978. Oh, and so then that's they, right. And then they updated it in 2015 to become Twisted Colossus. <laughs> so we, we get on the ride and we sit down and we know the theme park rules by this point. It was just a bar going across your lap. Yeah. So what does that signal? So yeah, I... I I said, I think I said it out loud to you. I said, well, look, it just, there's just a bar that goes down over your lap. So it means that at least we're not going to go upside down. Because at this point, I do think you and I had really lost our nerve, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were like incredibly, we just wanted like a fun thrill ride that didn't feel that scary. So we both felt very kind of, I'd say we were at this point almost smug with how content we were about what this ride was going to be. Yeah. We both had like Cheshire cat smiles on our faces. We were like, oh, this is going to be nice. Yeah. And it was, and we'd had some pizza. We'd, we'd, we'd done Goliath previously. We've done the biggins. So we're, we're like, we're going to do it our way. We're not going to line up for a beer. We're fine. <laughs> so we strap in and we slowly ascend a hill. And I think just before the top, I said to you, oh, this is this is actually a bit higher than... <laughs> you, know, you, you, went, you went, this is higher and kind of scarier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, this ride, <laughs> it, to, to quote our Queen Nadine, fucking hell. 
was so scary. It was so scary. It started off as like, I would say, like a caterpillar. Like you were just going over some bumps. Mm. No, no, first of all, we had that drop. Yes. We had a drop. And then we had this caterpillar like, ooh, 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 motion. And then it proceeded to just speed up and... It, it 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 did everything. We went upside down. We did corkscrews. We went up and we did loop the loops. <laughs> Fuck the fact that there wasn't something strapping us in. We were we flew around. We at one point I thought the ride was over and we just ascended another hill and then did another. I think did we do the? Did, does it go around twice? So what happens is it's two tracks that are kind of beside each other. Right. And so halfway around you stop and then the other. The, all the other people in like the carts, the second batch of carts arrive beside you and then you sort of like race each other and you twist and turn and everything. I, honestly, I didn't even notice the other cart. I was, I was so scared. <laughs> I felt like I was flying out of my seat. I thought I was going to die again. I, truly, any trust that I'd be rebuilt in Six Flags at this point was gone. Yeah. It was really fun. It was really, really scary. It was, I think it was scary because it was not what we anticipated no. at all. <laughs> it was a really good ride. Yeah, if anything, I feel like we got truly like a true theme park experience which is that thing of you've never ridden it before and you can't see it and you don't know what it is and you've got no expectation because a lot of the time you kind of you can get an idea so i think we've got like a true terror experience exactly i'd say just maybe at that point my nerves have been a little too frayed yeah by you know my worst nightmare coming true so (laughs) i left that ride feeling elated and also awful (laughs) so by this point it was maybe like 9 (laughs) 20 and we were like do you know what? I think we'd be fine just going home now. <laughs> and we did. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing because that the whole thing is that, is that the park stays open till like one or two. Yeah, and the, the live performances start at ten. Yeah. <laughs> so as we were leaving, people still pouring into the park. <laughs> yeah, that was the most embarrassing part was was to be walking out like the, you know, the straight families were doing earlier and to see more and more people arrive. And people that were arriving kind of, I don't want to use this term because it doesn't feel like right for my age, but I feel like people were arriving kind of lit, right? Like it mm-hmm. was, people have been like pre-drinking at the, what was that hotel nearby that we saw? Oh, I don't know. Something like the, the Courtyard Garden Inn yeah, or something. The Garden Inn Marriott like experience. You could tell some people had really come for it and there was people arriving like really like drunk or high or whatever, like really excited. And you and me were just like, oh God, I honestly felt so crazy. I felt like I'd taken every drug in the world yeah. and drunk a thousand drinks. I know. So we walked out. But, you know, we'd done five miles and we'd been there for three hours and 12 minutes. Yeah. And the best part was when we were kind of just recapping the the day and we were like, oh, well, we, you know, we really, we did, we did do a lot. And then we realized that we went on three roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> went all that way and just rode on three roller coasters. Went on literally three rides. We did nothing else. But then, but then you justified it by saying, well, no, that Twisted Colossus, because it, it's like being on two. Yeah. You go around, you go around twice. So I yeah. said, yeah, actually we, we went on four rides. So four it was rides. okay. But yeah, it was pretty a pretty pitiful performance because yeah. yeah, we really did not go on anything else. But you know, <laughs> once you've been trapped in a stress position for fifteen minutes, not knowing if you're going to escape, it does shake your <laughs> shake your confidence a little bit. We we were done. Yeah, uh, we have been though before, as we said, to out in the mountain. But we've also been oh lord to um, the water park at Six Flags a few years ago, Hurricane Harbor. Yes. So it's definitely worth noting that Hurricane Harbor is literally attached to Six Flags. So you can see when you're on the roller coasters, you can see the water park at the same time, which is very odd. Particularly at night, all turned off, the water not running. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember when we were leaving, there's that water slide that just, you when you're going down the slide, you're just looking at like the car park. <laughs> really weird. 
and, and we i just remember we went and it was a very hot day oh my god very hot day like kind of you know midday valley sun and we discovered you know shortly after arriving and getting very excited uh, i think we were like lining up to go on our first slide and we were kind of like ooh. This is strange. <laughs> the lion appears to have no shade whatsoever. Yeah. And and I didn't bring any, none of us brought any like flip-flops or things to walk around in. So you're just constantly burning your feet. Yeah. And I also remember when we were all lining up, we were like, oh, it's full of children. <laughs> it's either children or adults with children. Yep. No, no, just pure adults except yeah, us. We were the only group of just, yeah, of childless adults there, which was really weird. Yeah. And then we proceeded just to spend the day essentially trying to just avoid sunstroke. Yes. It kind of became like a fun slash awful experience, didn't it? <laughs> you, did you go in that terrifying one where you stand in like a capsule and they count down and the floor opens? No, I went on the one that was all pitch black that I described as like being in a coffin that was being uh, lowered Ooh. into the water. Ooh. <laughs> I basically felt like I was drowning in the dark. <laughs> it was horrible. It was just a slide that was pitch black, but it went on for too long. And I was, I had water in my mouth and I was coughing. Oh, and as I was no. coughing, I was taking in more water and, and it wasn't ending. <laughs> and it was pitch black and really hot. <laughs> I, I think I did pretty much everything except the one with the floor. Yeah. The floor breaks beneath you, <laughs> gives way. I was and too scared in, to do in that. that. In that capsule one, what they do is they count down. They go, three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> So there's that extra, like, pause yeah. where you're like, oh, I think it's gone wrong. See, I, I now know I can't trust Six Flags anyway. I'd now get worried I'd get stuck in that glass pod in, like, the midday sun and just oh die. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're stuck in that glass pod, and at any moment, the door, the, the floor could give way, and you just don't know when. Oh, Horrible. See, that was Six Flags Hurricane Harbor a few years ago. I don't think we'll be back. I'm I'm going to say no to that one. Yeah. I, I tell you what I would do is if they did, like, an out on the mountain, if they did, like, a gay Hurricane Harbor day, that could be kind of fun. Oh. Where it was all adults. That could be fun. Yeah. Okay. Sexy speedo action. That would be kind of fun. Okay, what are we going to call it though? I would like Hurricane Harbor. Mm. Homo Harbor? Homo Harbor. That's good. <laughs> Set sail. <laughs> so yeah, that was Out in the Mountain at Six Flags. So we need to talk about what the UK equivalent is. I think it's pretty obvious. Mm. We've been in this territory before, but we're talking Alton Towers. Yeah. I do. I think we probably talked about it a lot when we were talking about, you know, Halloween, when we did the Halloween Horror Night at Knott's, Knott's Berry Farm, or right. Knott's Scary Farm is what we did. Right. And I do think we probably compared that to Alton Towers too. But the thing is, UK just doesn't have that many theme parks. No. <laughs> and we're and certainly not going to say it's like, Going to a gay night at Chessington's World of Adventures, you know? And I, I, I wouldn't say, technically in makeup and the way it looks, it's more Thorpe Park. Yeah. But because they've got Hurricane Harbour and they've got that Garden Marriott Inn, it's more <laughs> Alton Towers. Yeah, definitely. There's a there's a really good, have you been on the water park side of Alton Towers? No, I haven't. Oh never. my God. They've got this really good um, uh, rubber ring one. Do you, do you ever call those donuts? I think so. Yeah. So like big inflatable, <laughs> you sit in. Yep. But it goes up. So Ooh. it like it's got all this like jets of, of water so it pushes you up so you're going That's up on exciting. it. It's really cool. I love I, I love I love a, a water a water slide where you get into a donut and kind of oh. rock around in it. Although didn't you say there was one you were once in and it was yes. terrifying. Yeah, that was actually more of like a dinghy. And that was at <laughs> Centre Parks. In the high seas. <laughs> that was at Centre Parks, yeah. And we it, it had a, a, a room where you kind of go down like a plug hole. And, uh, oh. and the actual plug hole section was a really steep drop that felt like 
it clearly had been designed in a way where you couldn't fall out of the boat, but it felt like you were, again, just falling through air. But this time you weren't strapped into anything. You were just in a, in a dinghy. It was very mm. scary. <laughs> just going back to Alton Towers, I was reading an American's review of Alton Towers the other day, and they were so baffled by it because they're like, first of all, it's not near anything. <laughs> like It's in the middle of beautiful countryside you have to drive through tiny villages to get to it yeah really weird and, and then when they were there they're like there's an there's a real castle and there's like <laughs> real beautiful grounds and things and they're like it's, it's really beautiful <laughs> it's like yeah okay yeah it, definitely not the what i would describe as very man-made feel of of driving to six flags and being there felt very man-made it sure did <laughs> have you not ever... a scrap of nature to be found on that drive just dusty dusty mountains have scrub you, have you have you <laughs> yeah the only nature were the the planted um tropical ferns and things at hurricane yeah. harbor that all looked like they were dying <laughs> yes completely and were slowly being replaced with fake ones that could stand <laughs> the valencia heat <laughs> um have you ever stayed in the alton towers hotel no i've never done it never done an overnight I've actually never done a theme park overnight. No, that's a lie. I did an overnight in uh, Disneyland Paris. We stayed in the Sword in the Stone Hotel. There isn't a Sword in the Stone Hotel. What? No. I remember there being a Sword in the Stone Hotel. I don't think there is. Well, what hotel did I stay in then? What was the, what was the general theming? Like a medieval castle, and no. I swear it was Sword in the Stone. No. What was it then? I don't know, but there isn't one. Well, how do you know that, but you don't know what it was? Um... <laughs> Just... You know enough to tell me I'm wrong, but you don't know enough to correct me. Interesting. Yeah? yeah? <laughs> What's your point? Hey, this is Future Fraser. I have tried my hardest to find out if I imagined staying in a Sword in the Stone themed hotel at Disneyland Paris. And the internet truly has not helped me. So if anyone does know about this, did I make this up? Was it a dream? Please tell me. Who cares? Bye. I've, hmm. I've stayed at the Alton Towers Hotel a couple of times. And do you remember back in the 90s when it was built... They have like, I didn't, st- I stayed like the standard rooms or whatever. Right. But they had the suites, like the, the Coca-Cola suite that you could stay in. Oh my God. That had like Coca-Cola fountains in it. And there was a Cadbury suite as well. I was going to say, did, the, did just Coca-Cola come out of the taps? I think so. <laughs> so you, when you're showering, you showered in Coke. Brushing your teeth in Coke. <laughs> are you, are you Googling Sword in the Stone of course Hotel I am. in Disneyland Paris? You let me know, you let me know what comes up. I've misspelled every single word in this Google because I'm so furious. <laughs> I've just done a quick Google to see if there are any gay nights or queer nights at Alton Towers. And it just says that on 30th, 30th September 2006, Gaydar <gasps> hired part of the park. <laughs> oh so, my God. Gaydar. Yeah. Ooh, Gaydar's really throwing it back, isn't it? Mm. Both That's hotels. Really unfortunate incidents talking to people on Gaydar back in the day. Both hotels and park were complimented by Gaydar banners and Cariba Creek was also left open late into the night for enjoyment of all guests. There you go. Wow. So, <laughs> I would say that the UK equivalent of Six Flags is Alton Towers. <laughs> You're welcome. Sponsored by Gaydar. <laughs> and we're back. And as ever, we're going to round off with a little game of Welcome Not Welcome where we say American or British things and we say whether they're welcome or not. As ever, I've not prepared any and Ben has, so yep. we're just going to do his. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one. What have you ordered for dinner? A little dessert. <laughs> what? Welcome, welcome or not, not welcome. welcome. Brownies. Well, no, I was going to say like a tray bake brownie. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've ordered a... Don't expose me on this podcast. I guess I've ordered dessert and it's a little, it's a little tray of brownies that come from a pizza place that's very high-end and not at all trashy. 
our our dinner orders <laughs> just so halfway through the podcast we paused to order dinner and we decided we wanted pizza our dinner orders really represent us don't they yeah we could not find a common ground of what pizza we wanted because one of us is trashy and one of us is a snob so we decided just to order pizza from our own places yeah so i'm getting a pizza from papa john's with a, a tray baked brownie dessert which is so disgusting but delicious and i'm getting an artisanal pizza from a gorgeous local place um that also has a, a homemade tiramisu for dessert <laughs> i just can't I, I there's certain certain times i just i need garbage pizza you know i hear you i just we did have those two slices on friday but anyway i'm gonna say a tray bake not welcome only because like a, a brownie tray bake the chocolate i think often tastes fake right and it creeps me out so not welcome for me i'm, I'm gonna say welcome and i'm gonna I, eat the whole thing in front of you when i force you to watch the real housewives of salt lake city after this gonna eat it with a spoon are you in my hands um <laughs> welcome or not welcome fairy liquid oh I, I mean, I have to say welcome. So Fairy what Liquid. What a strange name for a brand. Uh-huh. Also, Fairy Liquid. So Fairy Liquid, that is a dish, a very famous dish, dish soap, dish soap in the UK. Isn't it Dawn here? Oh, maybe. Is it Dawn? But what's on that bottle of Fairy Liquid? <laughs> a little baby. Yeah, there is. It's called Fairy Liquid and there's a picture of a baby on it. <laughs> what a strange, it's very green. Always green. Mm. Fairy liquid. What a strange name. I'm going to say welcome, not because of the branding or packaging, but I do like the smell of it. Very reassuring. Well, and remember, in our childhood, there was a real craze for making things out of fairy liquid bottles. So you'd, you'd, uh, they had a very distinctive shape that people would turn them into like rockets. And I was going to say, got to be a rocket. It's got to be a rocket. And I believe it was an integral part of Tracy Island that was made on Blue Peter. I'm not sure I can even begin to unravel everything I just said, so I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you really want to know it, just Google Blue Peter Tracy Island and a whole world of magic will open up for you. <laughs> so welcome or wel- welcome or not welcome, the word tat. <laughs> Short for tattoo? <laughs> nice tat. <laughs> I, I said it with a weird face because I was like, have we talked about this before? I mean... <laughs> That's also the name we're going to rename this podcast. Have we talked about this before? The Millennium Dome. Sugar Babes. I'm just um, like a tattoo <laughs> and I'm with you. I just need to tell you the other day I was in CVS and they played Jordan Sparks Tattoo. And Aww. I thought, what a perfect song for a perfect store and a perfect country and Aww. city to be in. It's like, well, whenever would I hear Jordan Sparks Tattoo, but when I'm shopping for face serums and CVS, you know? Can you describe to American listeners the word tat and how you, how one might use it? Tat is kind of like, if you, if oh God, how would you use it? You'd say, oh, that's just a load of old tat. It's kind of to describe something not being of high quality, kind of bits and bobs that aren't great. Just lots of, lots of crap. Yeah, lots of crap. It's like, oh, that shop looks nice. It does look nice, but actually if you go in, it's just it's full, full of tat. tat. Like Tiger in London. That's full of tat. Full of tat. Full of tat. What's full an American shop that's full of tat? Mm. Like the dollar store? That's just full of tat. That is full of tat. <laughs> the dollar store is also very confusing because you go in and you think, I'm going to save money, I'm going to do it. And you buy that, like, you buy those paper towels and they just, you look at them and dis- they disintegrate. Well, also things in the dollar store do, don't cost a dollar. Really? <laughs> yeah, not everything's a dollar in there. It's very confusing. Oh, makes no sense. <laughs> this is like me talking about 99 ice creams again. We talked about it before. Yeah, very yeah. confusing. So I would say the word tat, 100% welcome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Real bit fun. of tat. Um, I've got two more for you. One, I almost don't want to say, but I'm going to say it. The phrase, little madam. Oh, <laughs> Horrible. Horrible phrase. 
Can you use it in a, a, a sentence for us? I mean, it's clearly gendered and incredibly sexist. Yeah, it's really to it's really to describe a, a little girl, isn't it? A, a precocious, a precocious girl who's like been in a mood about something. Say, oh, she's being a right little madam. Yeah, little little baby. What were those baby names we came up with earlier? <laughs> Linda and Gary. Linda and Gary. We were talking about how strange it would be to name if you had a boy and girl twins and you named them Linda and Gary. <laughs> Be like, Linda, she's been a real little madam today. <laughs> baby Linda. <laughs> this is baby Linda. But at some point, because of the way that the cyclical nature of names, at some point, the names Linda and Gary are going to have to be like trendy to call your baby, right? Because I so. I think that there's maybe there'll be a remarkable figurehead called a, a Linda or a Gary. Because I guess it's that whole weird cycle, isn't it? Of like, when, like, Names that we had as like grandma names are cool again now. So at some point, the generation below us, <laughs> Gen Xs, are going to be like their great grandma is called Linda. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, I'm calling calling a little baby Linda after my great grandmother's. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pitch it to you. So it's like Serena and Venus Williams. If you had twins, Linda and Gary, who are really good at tennis, and people <laughs> adored them, and they were really cool, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the only way they're going to become famous. Wow. Not welcome, little madam. Okay, not welcome. Final one for you. Soz. <laughs> I love Soz. Do you? Yeah. Okay, well, my fridge freeze has decided to inexplicably turn itself into a kind of a, a rocket and lift off and go to the moon. So if you can hear a noise in the background, it's my fridge freezer. So the in the US, Soz. they don't really use Soz, do they? No, definitely not. No. I think I've thrown a couple of Soz's around at work and it's not really it's not really been taken too well. It, I, I think etymology, etymologically speaking, yes. <laughs> do you think it was, it's from like the early days of a Nokia translation, Nokia, like a, a Nokia 5110, mm. you would just write saws yeah. like it, when you're it, texting. It all for me circles back to this one scene from Hollyoaks in the mid 2000s mm-hmm. where the character Ellie, remember Ellie? Rings a bell. She was the one that was with Toby. Remember Toby, who was the serial killer? Sure. Anyway, so there was a scene with Ellie and someone comes over and talks to them and she goes, Soz, we're just having a goss. <laughs> <laughs> and I think of Soz, we're just having a goss all the time. It's very Chucky in a mag. Oh, Chucky in a mag. Um, I'm going to say Soz. Welcome. <laughs> sure. I'm not... Soz, we're just having a goss. That's the other, other name of this podcast. Soz, Soz just, just having, having a goss. <laughs> right. And that is it. Thank you for listening as ever to get in touch on Instagram, Twitter, emails, all the usual. Um, as I said, we've only got a few more episodes left of the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. What's that show called again? What's that spin-off called again? <laughs> it's called Your Welcome America Presents, Girls Aloud Presents, Search for the Next Doll. Girls Aloud? No. Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. Hello? The Saturdays? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Insert any of those words. Una from the Saturdays searches for the next doll with 3LW. I don't remember. To be in Girls Aloud. Yeah. So we are recapping all the episodes of the Pussycat Dolls, Search for the Next Doll show. We've got a few more episodes of that left as ever you'll get your welcome america every other week and we have started recapping episodes of drag race season three that's drag on race uk drag, season three drag, drag race uk season three yeah and um, but that's on a separate feed on afterthought media isn't yeah. it it's called drag race recap yes search for that on your pod shops mm, go google, your, google it in the pod shops <laughs> google your pod shops soz <laughs> right you're welcome bye i felt good You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors, T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.